So I'd like to talk about living ageless. And I just wrote a blog about death and dying. And the reason why is because I had something happen to me on yesterday. Um, for the pandemic, I lost two younger cousins, which was very hard to accept because it's like my mom and her sisters and brothers, they had children in groups. So usually if there was a group, there was at least three or four cousins, like only a couple of days or weeks apart. And so to lose cousins that were in the group underneath me, it's just still very hard to digest. So on yesterday, I was out shopping and I ran into one of my younger cousins. Well, he lost a brother and that brother and I would have only been a few months apart. Um, and we lost his brother uh, during the pandemic. And they were very, very close. And it's almost like when he walked up, I just, in my mind, I knew he was going to say his brother's name that we just talked or I just left his house or he just left my house because they were just that close. They did everything. They were in social and pleasure clubs together. They went to high school. I mean, they did everything together. But the brother would be in my group. And I knew right before, just, just like it was automatic. It's almost like I heard my grandmother saying, hold that baby's hand. And before I knew it, I was holding his hand and he was holding mine. I mean, it was like, I mean, we can't, we can't wrap our mind around what the DNA is. I mean, that memory, that body memory just kicked in or that muscle memory or whatever. And here we were like just holding hands. But he and his brother were were good babies. Like when my grandmother would watch all of us and my grandfather, um, we had a set of twins. Mm -hmm. So usually the 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 fatter twin would always bother the smaller twin. So they were kind of always crying. So that was expected from those two. But these two brothers came along and they were such quiet babies. And so when my grandmother would put them in the um, playpen or the baby bed, I would like kind of stick my finger and poke my finger at them just to make them cry, I guess. I That was just kind of what I used to do stuff like that. I was um, adventurous and curious in my younger years. And it's kind of like the rediscovery of where I'm going at again, which I do embrace it because that is who I am. And that is the part that the weirdness of me is now what people is celebrating about me, which I love. Um, so I'm saying that because I remember when I was in ninth grade, I had a teacher and she introduced me to a few authors and um, song 
birds. And one was um, Emily Dickerson. She was an author, but she wrote a lot about death and dying. And it was like she told me, once you do something like this and you hear this, it changes, you're changed. And it really did change me because I find myself having to reference some of her poems. And one of her favorite ones was, and I had it um, made for my mother's headstone, we never know how high we are until we are called to rise. That's the excerpt from one of her poems. She had several poems that she didn't have them titled, but they were memorable. And um, Billie Holiday, she introduced me to Billie Holiday music. I could still hear the cracking of the vinyl record. And she also introduced me to Robert Frost. But I was really taken back with uh, Emily Dickinson's poetry and poems. And... I don't know. I just found myself referencing a lot of stuff and seeing my cousin's face on yesterday. Mm -hmm. I just had a plethora of memories. You know, I, I realized, I remember something my grandfather always said, when you find your community, you stay there. You stay with your community. Now, that's on you if you choose to have low-vibing people in your life. That's your decision. But I get what he's saying because what happens as you evolve, you become very mindful that we all have a unique path and challenges that we have before us and we all have our own lane kudos to people who went through life and never had any obstacles trials tribulations i take my hat off to them but i do know that my trials and tribulations have led me to a place where I actually put it in my podcast, I mean my blog, this title for Emily Dickerson, Hope is a Thing with Feathers. And I do believe that at the end of all the darkness, that hope will rise. And so I do like that title. And I actually, I put a link in that um, blog to... It's a free audible. It's a trial. So you could kind of hear a little bit about who she was as an author and how um, she became who she was. Um, and it was through a tragedy. So in her own way, she is a part of my community. You see, because when we see people that really evolve, they've been through a lot of hard things. It's not been easy. 
I can assure you it's not been easy. So in seeing my cousin yesterday, I could tell you I was tickled pink the first time that he was taken out of the baby bed because now he was able to stand on his own legs and I was able to walk with him. And I could hear my grandmother saying, hold that baby's hand, hold that baby's hand. And here I was doing that just yesterday. I could see it. I could see he missed his brother so much. And the thing about it is a, 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 a childhood friend of those two cousins, she used to catch the um, school bus with them in the morning or van or whatever. And I remember she always told me whenever they, the two cousins would come out the door, the man would say, here come my two little lump-haired boys. And I could see that being like that. They would always be hugging one another because that's just the way they were. And it was interesting because she called to tell me, she didn't know I had seen him yesterday, but she called to tell me his first wife passed. So it was just almost... Like my ancestors, my aunt, his mom, kind of made all this, or was a part of it. I felt like it was supposed to all happen. And I think about uh, Elizabeth Gilbert from Eat, Pray, Love when she says, God drew a circle in the sand, and it would never be a time that you would not be where you are at this particular moment doing what you're doing. And I felt like yesterday was one of those definitely moments where that circle was drawn in the sand and that I would meet him at a point where he's still trying to process his brother being gone and now his first wife is gone. And he had a son with her, so, you know, his son no longer had a mother. And it was, it's like it's, a repeat because my aunt passed away when they were young. They were like in high school when their mom passed. And but I mean I know that his son is like a PhD, so he's a little older now. But it's I know it's hard because he has to help his son through this process of losing his mother young. And um, so, you know, I just want to say, you know, when we come across people that have lost loved ones, don't judge them. Because you don't know how they're going through the grieving process. Be supportive of them. You know, just just be supportive of them. I, I remember sometimes when people would say, you know, oh, yeah, I, you know, pray for me. And I, I, I used to think about that a lot because I grew to a point where I realized, no, let's do that right now. Let's let's pray right now together because because of the busy world we live in, you know, good and well, when you leave that person you're going to forget. And it's not because you intentionally do it. It's just so many moving pieces in life. You go back to your life and you forget to 
pray for that person. So it's okay to just do it right at that moment. Mm -hmm. Which is a win-win situation. The person walks away feeling better and so do you. So I would like you to go over to fabulousbiscuitsandspilledtea.com and um, read because I'm talking about death and dying. And a lot of people have lost a lot of loved ones in the last um, couple of years. You know, it's been very tragic what has happened to the world. But again, you know, some people, they don't really have a lot of things. You know, without a test, there's no real testimony. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people find community in low-vibrating people and they just kind of pick each other to the bone. So there's no, you know, there's no growth there and that's their choice. But know that we all have our own unique challenges and paths to walk. And walk it. Stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine, and we all, we can all celebrate together or whatever. So in closing, I would like to say my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.